Hey. Hey, how you doing? Is this the Loose Lace Skate Shop? It sure is. Hey, man. Here you go. Is this for me? Yes. I just wanted to say thank you for all that you do for the sneaker community and for us sneakerheads and the opportunities, man. I appreciate y'all. What size are you? I wear a size 10. I got something for you. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Loose Laces Podcast. If I didn't fuck up, you just heard our first skit. We being mean this week. I don't think we're being mean. I think we are correcting the universe. Like it's like Thanos. Like Thanos was technically right. He was technically right. He had a very uh, mean way of going about it. However, this nigga just saved the world from like a huge ass alien that's just chilling in the ocean that nobody wants to talk about for four movies. I have not seen it. I watched most of it on Pornhub. Anyways, <laughs> my name is Shad or Sneaker Shad. And I am joined by my lovely co-host. I am Davon, aka Davon, and we are the Bubble Guts Bros. Yeah, it'd be wild out here. Sorry, Mike was facing the wrong way. Want to make sure we got everything. If you got on speakers, I mean uh, headphones, fuck your ears. Uh, but, hey, niggas, sometimes you just gotta deal with it. It's all good. So, how you doing, <sighs> nigga? I'm good. Actually, I'm exuberant. Mm-hmm. I got the. What well, we can talk about later. No, no, no. I was about to say, I got the tight boobs. Now, we have a special announcement, but we're going to save it for later in the show because we don't want to supersede this episode. Episode 70 is going to be something special. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But, no, I feel good. Like, aside from the district attorney wasting my fucking time because my crackhead brother, ain't it, it is what it is. Either God or I'm going to have to get a gun and legally handle him. But, you know, can and able type shit. But, aside from that... I got the tight booth SBs. Okay. They are not good in person. I don't. I, I just don't like. You got to start bringing them joints over just to show. I started to, but I had like I was doing so much as I was leaving the house. I feel you. They they photograph well, but it's just like I see what they were going for, mm-hmm. but they use some really shitty like Nike level net at this point. So the execution isn't as good as it could be on a more supple, I don't know if it's supple, but if it could be more textured, like they didn't execute the idea as well as they should have. Like what, what is it? Cause you gotta be just a little bit more. Okay. So on the shoe, it has the diamond plate, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the white, diamond. yeah, the white diamond plate leather, right? It's supposed to mimic steel. But it doesn't quite get it. It kind of... If you look it up really closely, you can see it. But mm-hmm. it's not executed as well as it could have been. So it's just... It's pretty much like... Bumpy. Patent up. leather. Yeah. It's, okay. Patent leather where the steel paneling is supposed no, to be. No, it's just... It's raised leather. Okay. So it's... It's one of those things where it's like, this should be great. It's almost there. But... Somewhere in production, it didn't go right. Now, apparently, I'm in a minority. A lot of people are happy with them because it's a detailed, like it's a detailed shoe. It's a simple colorway. I like the colorway. It's just a shoe that I wouldn't wear personally. Okay, because if if that shoe really was like, I would have to see it for myself. But I do uh, think. That there was a lot of unnecessary chatter on the timeline over a shoe that, if it is lackluster, 
But yeah. I love that like everything keeps rolling back to the corniness. So this week we really gonna just be attacking corniness and other stupid shit because I hate what happened with the type booth release. Mm-hmm. Especially with the Nike said the tongue is black, but it's orange, but it's black, but it's orange. We gonna get into that. Actually, I I wanna flip the script. But let's get through our intros. Also, another reason I'm feeling fucking amazing. Something I did great for the show. Mm. We'll announce. And I think I'm going to start production on the 2024 11th anniversary capsule for Insert Chef. Which I've already seen a preview of and it is amazing. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to secure funding. I'm waiting for my investor, a.k.a. my stepdad. I don't blame you. <laughs> Just, I, I, look. I need to be in the photo shoot for that. Oh, nigga. I actually have the entire thing planned out. And if it goes how I intend. Oh, nigga. I'm going to Dick Sporting Goods. That shit going. Nigga, it's going to be crazy. No, I don't care. It's going to be crazy. If I can do it. Because I got to get a photographer. And the idea is already there. And I already know the exact location. If this works out. Because I'm making Three things. One thing might not be available to the public at all. Right. But if it works out, this shit is going to be insane. But before I get too excited, nigga, how have you been? I've been all right. Uh, Work is... I had a little, like, week break. Week-long break that pretty much was not a break. And now work has picked back up. Um, I'm right now battling a sinus infection. It's okay. I'm not... Super duper contagious, even though Kazell over here getting pink eye and whatnot. I gotta worry way more than you do. Nigga, I was a bad father. <laughs> For the days he was home, I, that nigga was locked in his room. He was like, don't touch me, don't touch anything. He was hot, but I don't care. I'm not getting fucking pink eye. But aside from that, still, uh, still working on RC Cola Studios. So I am going crazy with just trying to get everything possible that I want to get because this space is pretty much we have unlimited just ability for this space. So many activities. Pretty much. Plus I'm still like going through like junk and stuff. I'm taking my time and like don't be surprised you see some random size 13 stuff just pop up for like $30. Like just if I don't donate it if you want it just pay for shipping like that's what type of time I'm on. I might do the same thing. It's some shit that's in my closet. I'm just like, it's good, but I'm not going to wear it like, anymore. Like, I got a pair of air stabs. Them joints is going to fall apart. Like, I'm not... I want to wear them, but air stabs at this point, like those ones specifically, this shit's brittle. Like... It's nothing you can do. It's there. That's it. Like, you can just put it up on the wall. That's At this point, that's about it. Like, I'm surprised my Union 180s haven't blown up yet. But I also don't touch them. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So, so yeah, let's get let's get into this show because we got a lot. I actually want to flip it upside down. We're gonna put the listener questions and everything else at the back. Okay. Because I want to get straight into this. Let's do it. All right. So shout out to VNDS. He actually spearheaded this because he's an ass. But you wear size fourteen. Of course you're gonna be a dickhead. My man's was like, yo, we need to discuss the corniness in the sneaker game. Okay. And I was just thinking about it because it's like, this is why I get into so much shit. 
I think something's corny. I call it corny. I get called a hater. I get called stupid. I get called a nobody. And I think this is just me. But I feel like that's the biggest problem that's facing sneaker Twitter and sneaker media in general. And I don't think it's a new problem. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, any nigga I don't like is why sneakers are dead. Sneaker sneaker media has been corny since we were kids. Correct. Because I just think about all the weird niggas on Hypebeast, High Snobiety, uh... Shit, I'm drawing a blank on the blogs. Shoot, Modern Notoriety. I hate them for personal reasons. Um, and just, shoot, even even back to the forum days. Like, from Nike Talk to NSB.org to, you know, Sneaker Play. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's It's been around because you always going to have niggas that are corny. You're going to have people that sometimes are revered that aren't corny do corny things as well. So, it's just... It's part of just life. However, I think just in recent development, because of this sort of age that we're in, where Mm -hmm. it's a lot of anti-bullying, everything is inclusive, uh, because for whatever reason, not to say that that's a bad thing. No, it's a a bad thing. We need to bring back gatekeeping, shame, and bullying. But I think it's the reasoning behind it. If, if you go at somebody like, if I say, yo, nigga, you ugly, and then you say, oh, it's because I'm black, aren't I? And like, wait, what? <laughs> no, nigga, you just ugly, no matter you what shape. You like black skin, bitch. So, that's, so I think that's where it gets kind of funky, where you can't even go at anybody or people are scared to get canceled because... If I say it, nigga's going, I get what you're saying. Yeah, people just deflect to a whole nother thing. No, I agree with you. And I think we need to get past that and just look at most insults are just straight up on the surface. Not everybody's fucking Jay-Z with subliminals. If I tell you I think you're corny, it's because I think you're corny. It's not because your orientation, color, anything else. No, nigga, you just corny. Now, if it is because of that, you did something to bring it into it. Like those weird niggas who be like, is it racist for a white guy like me to wear AMM? The fact that you asked now... Right. This now it is. Hmm, nigga. <laughs> what's this point of the shoe? Right. But I'm be honest with you. The genesis of this, nigga Uncle Chrissy. He cool, but I had to unfollow that nigga. Cause he posts so much corny shit. And I was like, I get it. You're trying to build your account. You're trying to build engagement. You're doing community outreach. What any business should be doing. Alright, well let me just let let me quote it just just that way we give the, the listeners some context. So, the tweet reads, If you're fortunate enough to hit a raffle for the tight booth SBs at your local shop today, show some love when you pick up your pair. Bring them a box of donuts, a cup of coffee, maybe even a pizza. It's not to try and bribe them. Just let them know you appreciate them fighting the good fight. Heart. heart hand heart emoji. <laughs> I like that we did it in unison. No. So, this is. I. No, go ahead. <laughs> Damn. No, I don't want people to think like this is just an attack. This isn't like how when it was I went in a fetish. That was me being immature and angry. Because that was like. That was me. That was unnecessary. And in this case, this is more of a critique than a personal attack. I okay. don't know Chrissy. I don't 
Well, I, like, I'm never going to say, oh, he's a bad person because of this. Right. In this case, he's just a prime example of what I hate. I'm not saying that we can't have positivity. And I'm not saying that we can't tell people like, hey, man, maybe you can do something like this to make the to make it better. Because me personally, when I go to a store or I talk to someone over the phone for customer service, I try to make them smile or laugh. Mm -hmm. Because I know when I worked in customer service, it was the fucking worst dealing with bad customers. So to go in the store, buy something, make a nigga chuckle, hey, man, I'm glad I could brighten your day. If it leads to me getting special treatment in the future, that's awesome. If not, I'm just passing the buck along. I'm having a good day. I want you to have a good day. But you say, bring a nigga a pizza in 2023? No. Nigga. No. The thought of someone coming to my workplace, it's like, hey, man, I really appreciate you. Here's a donut. Nigga, is this cum filled? What the fuck is this? Nah, slime. I, I see shit on the internet. You got a syringe and there's blood in this donut. You put your dick on these donuts. This, nigga, is this a big sausage pizza? I've seen that before. I'm not fucking with that. Like, Yo, that's, that's so crazy. Like, and I, the thing is, I understand where he was coming from. Like, if you do shop at a local skate shop, buy some merch. Make sure that you support the business. However, like bringing them food, or it's like, all right, this might be a, a tad, just a tad bit over the top. If it's something that would make me skeptical of what you done did, we're like, yo, that nigga ain't hit on the last raffle. He gonna poison us. But then you gotta think about what skate shops go through. Because I was talking to like Spider Queen Celine, and she was making some really good points about how much stores hate SB. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I remember 10 years ago reading articles about skate shops and saying how Nike kills their brand because they are fighting to keep the store open while dealing with raffles, their phone line being blown up, and everyone distracting from that actual customer base. Right. And it's like, I would rather you go, like, during the pandemic, like, View, they were doing stuff. They started moving to online. I bought a gift card, and I wrote them, and it was like, keep the gift card. This is just my way of donating to you with, like, out, I mean, as best as possible by giving you money directly. Because I didn't need socks. Kazi didn't want to skateboard yet. And then when Kazi did want to skateboard, I went in there and I bought it instead of going to, to Premiere. It's like, I would rather shop locally. It's like, I'd rather you give people advice with, like, take that sentiment and give good advice. Because sometimes I feel like these quote-unquote goody-two-shoes, feel-good posts are... It's an empty gesture at the end of the day. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. It's an empty gesture, and it's a stealthy way to... <laughs> I want that engagement. Because I don't know if he's rage baiting. Right. Or if this is genuinely who he is. I'm not going to assign a title to him because I don't know Son well enough. He's not my cup of tea. I right. can't follow Son. I can be cordial with him, but I can't follow him. Because it'll make me say some mean shit to him. Yeah, it's just going to be one of those days where he says something that's going to come off as extra corny. And you're just going to be like, but shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I'm going to go. And you don't want to you don't want to do that. You know what I mean, because, not anymore, because I'm a respected member of the sneaker community. I'm like, like a motherfucker. I just roasted some gorilla looking ass nigga for playing with me earlier. Oh, my God. What's no, you, that's another corny take. So I don't like them fucking 11s. It's it's well known. This nigga can tell you since we were young. Dog, he his his dislike for elevens 
made me hate them. I'm not gonna hold you. I do want them gratitude elevens. I was I was blown to shit when I found out the shock drop was assumed. So now I gotta go back and try to get them when they actually You're do drop. Not gonna have any issues. I know everything is sitting, but back to what you were saying. Yeah, and of course, everyone who follows me knows my takes are jokes for the most part. Some gorilla ass nigga shows up and he's like, "Unga bunga." If you don't like shoes, you don't have to say you don't like shoes. He's like, you know. It's my opinion. It's my tweets. He don't follow me. Nothing. Everyone who's interacting with the tweet is either having a discussion or they're playing along into it. All the SP know, like Earl said it, it's not Christmas unless Davon says, fuck them 11s. Right. So, oh, I forgot. I could actually put up the Cool Grey 11 Dads video. But this nigga comes and he's like, you know. You can let people buy what they like. You don't have to spread negativity. Let me look directly into the camera for this. Fuck you. I'm going to spread all the negativity, nigga. I thrive off negativity. I don't like that we have this notion that you can't say anything negative about something. Right. Now, if you are adding the creator and telling him you're going to shoot him in his face. All right, nigga. What are you on? If you're adding the store and you're saying like, oh, this is trash. I hate you. I hate what you stand for. You wildin'. But we need to be able to have discourse where someone can just be entirely negative. I hate a I hate 13s. I hate a lot of fucking shoes. And it's nothing wrong with hating a shoe. If a nigga is over here sharing their opinion, that's cool. If you want to engage them, be prepared for them to respond negatively. I don't like that we have this. If you have nothing positive to say, say nothing at all. Bro, it's not like we sat up there like, yo, these 11 dropping again? I'm going to smack the shit out of Tinker Hatfield. Like, yeah, no that's some one is, shit. No one is saying that. If I want to say a colorway is doo-doo or 11s is like, matter of fact, I got a whole... Oh, yeah, that's going to be another thing. We're going to talk. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, no one's saying anything bad about... The nigga, like, you could say a shoe sucks. You could say a model sucks. You could say a colorway sucks. You could say, sometimes the inspiration behind a shoe sucks, but nigga, it's not you. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck if you got an 11 tattooed on you. They can get these bars. Nah, nigga, you, no, you need to be bullied. If you got a jump man tatted on you and you not one of his sons, get the fuck out of here. Get the, get the fuck out of here, nigga. That's weird. That's weird. Let that man meat go. Bruh. But I feel like that's what kills a lot of discussions. Like, people always want to have these positive discussions. You know, you have these people like Nike botched another fucking uh, Tina J drop. Um, and I saw somebody, and he was like, hey, man, you know, maybe you guys should think about lowering the price. $55 for a t-shirt in this economy? It's not worth it. Always a fan, though. And it's just like, why do you have to apologize why do you have to talk to people in a soft tone? I'm not saying tell Nike to suck your dick. You're going to yeah. shoot up the campus. You're like, yo, 55 is too much, man. You guys aren't paying attention to your consumer. Point made. And no I feel like needed. corny ass niggas like that, that sit up here in dick ride shops. Like you need to be able to talk back to these stores and tell them the truth. We're going to keep getting subpar products if we don't speak up. Right. You know, there is a way to be negative and have a good discourse. And there's a way to be positive and still have a good discourse. There's no need for this constant dick ride. We are putting, like, not we. 
Niggas are putting these stores, these companies on a pedestal. I'm Nike down to the floor. I, I live in Nike. All my socks are Nike. But I will sit up here and say, I have a serious issue with Nike. Mm-hmm. Nike don't owe me shit. Just like I don't owe Nike shit. They have to continue to earn my loyalty. I mean, my yeah, my loyalty, my dollars by making good product. Right. At the end of the day, the relationship is product. It begins and ends there. Nike's not coming to my son's birthday party. They don't even wish me happy birthday. They give me a 10% discount, but I don't care. Now, with certain shops, if you know the nigga, mm-hmm. like, I have a relationship with a lot of people now where it's partially transactional, but we're also friends and they want to support me. Of course, I'm going to treat you better than I would treat someone else because, A, you spent money. Right. That's the transactional side. But outside of being a businessman, if we're friends, I'm still going to look out for you if I can. We need to stop acting like everybody has that symbiotic relationship. Or, it's not symbiotic. It's a big word for like when niggas think streamers are their best friends. When they think streamers? Parasocial. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I just, I hate where we are. Oh, I hate where we've been. Like, I don't like this reverence. We need niggas to sit up here and say, that ain't it. I mean, I feel like we are. We are in a way. Like, in the, like if we're talking about Nike specifically, all these drops, for the most part, they've, they've been sitting. Like, the, uh, the what you call it? The AMM, um, the joints that they came out twice. Sorry. For airships. The airships. Airships is on Nike Nike store or whatever. Yeah, they're sitting. They're sitting. I think if it wasn't for the fact that they had a shock drop today, don't be surprised if 11s end up sitting or they don't sell out immediately. Yeah. And that's the wild part. Like 11s and 1s. November, the Black Friday release and the Christmas release, that's when it used to be a Jordan, one or two Jordans a month would drop. Now it's like... Nigga, them navy blues dropped at the end of the week or the middle of the week, and then some shit dropped. I want to say today, like, bro, it's too fucking it's much. Too much. And I, I wish the outlets would start talking about this. I wish the bigger accounts would start talking about this. Like, there is too much. Yeah, nigga, that's if if you really want to get into why shit is sitting, because I have to choose from twenty releases if I'll be able to keep up with. Three, like like real like realistically speaking, and that's just on the Jordan side. We haven't gone into like the regular Nikes. Yeah. If I want to get something Nike basketball, if I want to get fucking apparel, the other brands, like my nigga, yeah, it's too much. It's custom exhaustion, and I feel like this is what happened. Was it twenty eleven? I can't remember exactly when I took my break, but it's just like if you want to keep this culture alive quote-unquote culture we need to criticize and tell these people with our wallets in our voices or our fingers stop just fucking stop like there is no reason that you're hitting us every fucking week with a new product because i saw i think it was amex trini he was saying like nike keeps saying it has a social aspect to his app there is none None. What's like, you can actually focus on customers. Like, I'm going to say, Nike's corny at this point. If I was a kid, mm-hmm. I don't think I would wear Jordans at this point. 
Well, now there's no backstory to it. The only thing that I could see from Jordan is Jason Tatum, uh, who keeps on falling short. Not to disrespect this game. Keeps on falling short of a championship. You have Luka, one of the largest just uh, international players, who is cool, but he hasn't won anything on a significant level as well. Uh, Zion, who keeps on getting hurt and, you know. Sticking his dick where he shouldn't be. I ain't gonna say all that. I mean, well, because the girl's crazy. That's a little different. Not nah, nigga. If she wasn't crazy, nobody would say. No, nah, sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Uh, here we go. No, nah, I'm not gonna critique him for who he fucks, nigga. I've stuck my dick in the dirt plenty of times. I had a baby put on me, but what I'm saying is, somebody needs to get in the NBA and teach these niggas some sort of like rich nigga etiquette. Like, dog, you gotta keep your dick away from that. And you got to go to the gym. When you feel like punching a person, especially a woman, go to the fucking gym. And delete your tweets. Those should be the three things they teach these niggas. NDAs, high-class prostitutes. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Did you ever tweet anything? Oh, I did say KKK. Delete your entire Twitter and start from zero. But it was a little scrappy song. Mm -hmm. KKK. You white. (laughs) Because I remember with some baseball nigga, like, I think he debuted in the league. Like, mm-hmm. it was his first time in a major league game. And niggas went back to his Twitter and found KK t- KKK tweets. You could see his family on the field in real time. Like, Jeez. All right. Sorry. I just had to say that. Because it's like, my nigga, you got to stop. Anyways. Yes, Nike is corny. Nike is corny just for... And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan does end up phasing out. Like, there's only so many things keeping it alive. People have already shown we don't really bang with certain models. Like they're trying to, they're trying to breathe life into the twos. The twos are a shoe that I appreciate, but the general, general consensus is like twos don't be like that. Non size thirteen niggas, you know niggas who don't drive trucks without CDLs. They don't want my nigga. You have one of the most size thirteen fit right now. For the listeners who haven't watched. He has a hoodie with a jersey over it, swish swish pants, and Dunkins. This is a size 13 ass fit. You look like you're about to go to the league. I mean, like you're about to go to the gym and dunk on children. Y'all niggas don't know nothing about the 90s basketball. That actually was the activity earlier. <laughs> That's the funny part. My nigga was at the rack fucking them kids up. Dog, I did. You I, little niggas wasn't out there with Gary Payton. I, I fucked, up, <laughs> fucked around and got a triple double, nigga. Stop, stop hating. I'm nice like that. This nigga out here with his knees creaking. Damn, look. I had to just take the knee brace off. That's the wild part about it. Like, my knees are hurting right now. I was cooking, though. I wasn't hooping the knees. Mr. Sean, you smell like Ben Gay. Well, nigga, you Ben Gay. Duck. (laughs) They didn't even know 240 could get up like that. That shit hurt. It didn't even hurt going up. It hurt coming back down. Like, every hey, time Lex. you jump, it's a life decision. Right. Hey, Lex, that was for you. That's your size 13 tape. This thing <laughs> is just over here. I put my fucking Peyton gloves on and them little niggas wasn't ready. Dog, what the fuck is a fucking. GT cut? I, yeah, that shit is a run issue, but whatever. So, what? <laughs> I can't stand that fucking shoe. I really do. All right. What's next on the docket, nigga? So, this was a little fun situation. Uh, the situation was... Woo! What? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, 
I believe it was Trini. He was saying that he thought it was corny that J Tips was posting the resale value of his Sikonis. Mm-hmm. And it turned into a fucking free fall. It reminds me when Vulcan said that that uh, lobby. Nah, that was a little. Niggas are not going to understand this reference. Dog. Notice yeah. I said it reminded. All right. My nigga Vulcan, I love you. He made fun of a lobby. And everybody who had a problem with him came out the woodworks and posted story after story about this nigga. Nothing has ever come close to that. But well, everyone's better because Vulcan is a Grammy award winning producer now. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, he can always say I won a Grammy. You you complained about what I did twenty years ago, right? But it was. But it was hilarious, nigga. nigga I still think <laughs> that, that nigga got cooked. He roasted them niggas for staying in a hotel. Niggas was like, "But you was trying to stay in a hotel. You was begging to sleep in niggas' rooms, and you slept in the lobby overnight." I forgot who said it when nigga was like, "You took a whore bath in my sink, nigga." I feel like it was Smalls. It, no, I don't think Smalls there. I I don't know. I we got to ask BD. Yeah, we got to ask BD. All right, back to this. So, shut the fuck up. When it came to this statement, Joe Fresh Goods, my nigga Jordan, the photographer. I forgot how to pronounce his last name. Kaiser. And, Kaiser. Is it is it JK Jordan Kaiser? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's probably him. Yeah, he got into it. He got in, and I'm not saying the niggas dogpiled him. I just like that that was actually discussion that started off very negative, and niggas were able to express themselves through a critique that right. turned into a helpful dialogue. So yeah, Amex Trend said that he felt like it was corny. J Tips had pretty much said, you know, this is the resale value of my shoes. Look at my shoes; they're doing numbers. Yeah, and Joe Fresh Goods, he. You know, he kind of played devil's advocate on saying, like, yo, like, niggas came from the hood. If, and for them to be immersed in what sneaker culture is now and to have some sort of, like, what is your barometer of success, right? How do I measure that this shoe is successful past it selling out if only did 500 units, all right? Oh, well, the resale value on Stock X is triple what some of my favorite Jordans are. Nigga, that's how I would measure my success. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it comes off it comes off as like a little bit much when it's your own shoe. Yeah. And you want to try to eliminate sneaker reselling because you feel like that's not really conducive to the forward movement of the culture. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. As a as a wannabe creator, if I ever made something that flipped for three times its value, I ain't gonna front. I'm gonna be looking at I'm stock stunting, X. nigga. I'm not stunting, nigga. Shit. I'm gonna be standing butt naked in front of my MacBook. Yes. Oh, never sale. I, I've said this for years. Now, I wouldn't necessarily post that. And I forgot who it was. It was somebody who got a shoe that sold out, but it was a brick. And most people only bought it because they thought it would flip and they were gonna return it. And he was saying how much the shoe was going for, how cool he thought it was. And you could tell he like he wasn't looking at the ass. He was looking at the ass, not the actual sales. Mm-hmm. So it came off even more corny. I wish I could remember who it was. So I was with Trini when he said it because I'm like, that shit has always come off a little corny to me. I get it. You're happy, but you posting it publicly is 
Yeah. It comes off the wrong way. Like you said, it's because you're the creator. So seeing somebody up there like, oh, shit, you niggas shouldn't have slapped. You shouldn't have... Like, it's a different story for like, hey, man, thank you to everybody who sold out. But I mean, who cop? But if you missed, you missed my nigga. You should have been faster. Ah, I got you in the next go around. Something like that is fine versus, oh, shit, niggas paying a stack for my shit. Y'all niggas know what it is. Like, I like flexing. But sometimes that like that specific way feels like you're punching down. Right. But when Joe and a few other creators said, like, you don't know what it's like to be on the other side to see a concept to come from you to materialize and not only materialize to be accepted and desired yeah lauded coveted all those fancy words and like i got it because you saying like i did that when like my shoe first sold out like it was crazy it's, it's like a high you've never hit this before because mm-hmm. i'm imagining like if our shit sold out i'd be like Excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, man. But that goes back to what I was saying before. I like that we can have these conversations where you can say something is corny and actually have a conversation with the person because there was a little hostile at first. Right. And he was saying, like, I'm a fan. I fucked with you. I fucked with the shoe. I just thought that this was this. And I like that niggas didn't sit up here and scoff at him. How dare you criticize me? No, it's like, no, I get what you're saying and speaking yeah, he as just, a, He gave his perspective. Like, my nigga, I had a I had a rap career that ain't really like, you know what I mean? Then I took that, flipped it, did some collaborations with the hats, and that ended up popping off. And now I'm transitioning into the sneakers, and my shit sold out. Like, I'm celebrating. Yeah. And you couldn't be mad at that. You couldn't be mad at just the background story of how this nigga really... You know, just figured it out, figured it out, and has been able to transition from move to move. And now this nigga got a shoe that is dope as fuck. Like I still wish I had the first ones. So I need to get my hands on the second one. I think the complex con exclusive, so I'm upset about that, Bruh. And this nigga's been giving them shits out on the timeline. I will say one thing: I think it's corny when niggas be asking creators, "Can I have a pair of your shoes?" Nah, it just. I mean, whatever. If it work, it works. Yeah, it, it happened with Travis Scott, nigga. You said squeaky, squeaky wheel get the squeaky oil. Wheel get the oil. I mean, I I got invited to that uh, friends and family party yeah. because I can. Compl- I get so, so much because I complain. Yeah, I just like legitimately asking a store or person for shoes for free is crazy. You know me. how I feel. I'd be like, I'm shutting the fuck up. I'm not gonna burn because I might just need this. Favor later on, and I don't want to cash my shit in now. I know it's just weird because it's like I'm the same nigga that's not afraid to ask for some shit, but at the same time, if I get a thousand likes, will you give me a pair of shoes? Ooh. Oh, but for the record, I wear a size 13 across all shoes. Nigga, I actually all brands. I actually fucking tagged in on a fucking fetish post where that nigga was like, AMM needs to start seeing niggas that's for the culture. And I'm like, Hey, nigga, I was a poor black child, and I enjoy black culture. I'm critical of AMM, but y'all niggas want to send me some shoes? I get all this review. Man. Not man. them uh, 17s. Send them to him. Nigga, yes. I can't Shit, shoot I, I still want them. I want them fives. I ain't going to hold you like seeing Braun in, in the black pair. You know what they reminded me of? They reminded me of Ben Fives. <laughs> oh, I didn't like the Ben Fives. 
I don't like. Flowers. I don't blame you. I don't blame. No, I neither do I. But I feel like, I feel like the deconstructed take of Virgil. I feel like that has reinvigorated. Like, all right, they don't cut into the ankle as much. What it looks like, like them just switching into foam, and it having like you know just how it's built. I you fuck with it a little bit. Thinning out the upper, yeah, has consistently made that shoe look better. Virgil's fives made me like them because I didn't like the Virgil fives until I saw them in person, mm-hmm. and that's when Virgil's design really clicked for me. And I was like, oh, these shits is crazy. So I was hyped to get Kazi a pair. And he wore the shit out of his pair. And I'm like, I love these. And then I got my size and I was like, I need money. But, nah. I feel you. It's just, those fives, they don't make my winky hard. They make my, like, like, I want to get, I want to get a pair of these in black with those fives now. The needles? Yes. Oh, nigga, they cheap. Yeah, no, I'm saying I gotta get. But I'm saying like get the fives, get the shoes. No, that that shit would be hard. I I, I see the vision. I just I have no interest in these shoes aside from Kazi. Perfectly fine, but yeah. (sighs) So we, I think we covered most of the corniness, but it's a little bit more corny. I mean, we're not gonna be able to cover all the corny niggas. Twitter, that's a lot of fucking corny. Ain't just Twitter, but a lot of yeah. You know what? Just to finish up that segment. We see a lot more corny shit in real time because it's being we're being attacked by it. Niggas are sharing posts like, "Is this nigga R word?" Because what the fuck does this mean? This nigga tired. Yeah, and there is a very special store in Florida that I personally hate. Drift House. I actually want to start a new segment. It's going to be semi regular. I don't fucking know, but we need a sound effect. These niggas are the dumbass of the week. Just the <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a sense. That's crazy. No, no. They're loud as hell. You can just say uh, tater tots of the week because they tater totted. That's that's it. Tater tots of the week. That's the hey, that's the <laughs> Fuck your ears, nigga. Fuck right. you up. So the tater tots of the week, no scream. Drift house. Y'all stupid as shit. Consistently, since I found out about Drift House, they have fucked up every leg of the way. When they did, I forgot what the release was. They did an online drop. It got fucked up. I told them how to do it. Oh, yeah. That was, okay. Yeah, I remember. I actually tweeted at them, told them how to do it. They did it. And then tweeted me. He was like, oh, you were right. And I was like, so what do I get for that? Thank you. Nothing. Bitch. But I gave them the idea. But I'm like, it, I should not have to teach. But you know what? You're a skate shop. You do stuff in, in person. That's fine. Then they started their whole drift house thing where it was like a pro, a partnership program. Or it was like a VIP program where you paid and you got special access to dunks and other stuff. Apparently, they did some weird shit. And Nike was like, uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. Cut that shit out. Some nigga that worked at drift house started like a discord that sounded like drift house. And was getting people shoes for cheap. That shit was an exit scam apparently. Where niggas entered raffles for money and nobody won. And then today. That magnum opus. Drifthouse sent out a tweet. An Instagram post saying like. Hey at 12pm. We're going to post some leftover dunks. 
brick dunks, shit that, you know, low power weirdo niggas would want. Bullshit. And I'm like, this yeah, is falls interesting. on there, fuck you. They didn't have your size anyway. No. I asked, that's the only reason I went for the drop. I was, I'm always thinking about you. I love Fogs. Yeah, they had an eight and a half. That was the biggest size. So, I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I can help Charlotte today. And I can put a little money in their pocket because I like that they're putting them on, like, out there. And they explicitly said, read the instructions before you go for the drop. I'm like, okay, that's not bad. I can do this. I get on the site and on the page, it has the dunk, it has the sizes, but there's no add to cart button. So I'm just like, oh, I guess you need to fucking email. No, no, no. They fucked up and they didn't load it properly. So the add to cart button wasn't there. I've never seen this on Shopify, but it was saying you need to add packing tape and a thank you note, both $0 to your order so that they don't cancel it. So I thought you had to put the stuff in the cart to get the uh, to get the add the cart button to work. So I do that. I come back to the page because I'm like, I just want to see how bad the queue is. There's nothing on the page. And I'm like, why is there no add the cart button? So I keep refreshing. I forget. Then I go back. The add the cart button is there. Only a size four is left. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. They didn't have a size to begin with. I go on about my day. A few hours later, my homie sends me a tweet. And Drifthouse is like, God damn y'all niggas stupid. They didn't say niggas. But he's like, y'all are stupid. Can Y'all don't read? No one fucking read? And I'm crying. Because I'm like, y'all talking about niggas that didn't read. But you let people check out with this, without the special items. But also someone pointed out, like, they were like, I can read. You didn't add the add to cart button on the page. Right. And they replied like, oh, that's we're fixing that right now. So I was like, not only did you insult your customers, you fucked up the drop yourself. And then everyone who criticized them got blocked. And I'm just like, how are you? There's a Florida shop. But it's like, y'all are consistently <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> like, Yo, nah, that's inexcusable, dog. That's so inexcusable on their behalf. Like, yo, you just got to eat that as a company. They deleted the tweet because they them niggas was getting mad hate. But it's like, you can't insult your customer base. Stupid. I... Um, God damn, nigga, you can't read. You I, fucked up. I, I can read. Can you? Shit. <laughs> 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 Stupid. Fucking tater tots. I think that might be it. The tater tots of the yeah, week. Yeah, because the nigga a little tater totter. That's it. Yeah. It's, my nigga's a tater totter. Like, <sighs> tater totter. Them niggas is undercooked tater tots. Because it's just like, nigga, where was your brain? I ain't gonna front. I've had some horrible interactions with customers, and I'll talk about it veiled, but I've never just come out and straight up said, This nigga's a tater tot. Dog. Nah, this is it's just gonna be a full on roast session. Like I'm gonna do this with a little bit of class before a nigga to just say to just jump out there like that and be wrong. Like you wrong and loud. Yeah, so uh, I need to come up with some kind of gift for these niggas because it's just like amazing, astounding work and stupidity. 
you just gotta put like tater tots so that we can just like man tater tots around. Yeah, bow. Right. I need there. to make a trophy for a big ass tater tot on it. <laughs> I, actually, I had one, but it's worse. All right, so we are gonna go from trash to trash. Okay. Fragments. Fragments. We were arguing about this when I stopped you. Did you think about what I said? Yes. Okay. So, I did look at them for comparison, but I don't, I vaguely remember it. So, I'm going to just, let me hit a little refresher. Because it's the Fragment Air Force One, correct? Yeah. So, it's a Fragment Air Force One, a GR $115 plastic leather Air Force One with a white fragment logo stitched on the heel and fragment scratched into the side of the goddamn shoe. You want to do it, Twitter dog. These are these are bad. These are very bad. Hold on. Fragment Air Force 1. Oh no. Oh, I'm sorry. And they have like a so is patent is is it patent panels? It's, I think it looks the, like suede. No, the shoe like the shoe is leather. Yeah, I think the swoosh is patent. Oh god! <sighs> Shout out my nigga Brandon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I wasn't. I. You know how hard you gotta work to have uh, uh, the CLB Air Force. Be better than yours. Like there has to be something. Like maybe it changes colors. And nah. Look at that leather. Look at that interior. That's a GR Air Force One. That is a regular regular Air Force One. I don't know who it is. Maybe niggas are trying to run out their contracts with Nike. But they are straight up doing these shits. They're just taking regular Air Force Ones and stitching shit to them. And putting fragment on the sole. That's the only thing that kind of made it cool. But I don't like the cutout. Shout out my nigga Brandon. Because me and him were discussing that we are tired of seeing brands do the same fucking thing and work with the same fucking people. And I got to be honest. As much as I loved fragment... I think it's time to let the old guard go. We gotta stop letting these brands do these lazy collaborations. This is a corny shoe and a long list of corny shit this week. Just have it sit, bro. I think that's the only response that we could give it. I think Jordan, I don't be surprised if Jordan next year, like I know <coughs> based on what, you know, you see unloved tweets and Certain colorways are coming back. A lot more revered colorways, like definitely for the heads. Those are coming back, but I think for the most part, if they go on sale, guess what? They go on sale. And I think that that speaks more to what we want. And like, dog, they're going to end up saying, all right, we clearly are going to stop doing twos. Or people don't bang with sevens as much. Or eventually they're just going to stop. Please, God, I don't ever want to see another fucking two again. Unless it's made in Italy. But no, like, even down to... I'm going to blow my nose. But even down to... Like, you think them 17s is going to move like that for 300, my nigga? Yes. 
Shit. No! Hear me out. Hear me out. I think they're going to sell out initially. Nigga, I think no. the first... Hey, nigga. No. Nigga. In, no. in CDL sizes, the first batch is going to sell out. Nigga, no. I'm telling you off rip. Like, if we're going to talk about that, if we're going to talk about maybe a collaboration, possibly. But, bro, a regular, regular, like the White and Royals might move for 300 because of that. The Lightnings, it's no fucking way. I think if they play it the right way, the first two may sell out, specifically in your size. And My size selling out does not equal a sellout. Hold on, nigga. Let me finish. Specifically in your size. But I feel like there are going to be people who cop to like try and flip. Like You're not in them discords. Them stupid ass like discord kids. They're buying shoes for two twenty to sell them for two thirty. They are not smart. They're gonna see is a special shoe. Nike might bring it back for the briefcase. People are gonna be excited. They're going to buy them. Fuck about no briefcase, nigga. I'm not talking about sane people. I know, I know you're not talking about you, but bro. I said no. I'm not a sane person. I do stupid shit all the time, dog. After that, they're gonna brick. I think Nike needs to go to the Disney Vault type shit. Dog, they they tried to they brought the seventeen pluses back and had them in that black and red colorway. Them shits at the outlets. The coppers barely sold out. They I don't even know if they sold out. To be quite honest. Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, if Nike treats like I'm talking hypothetically, yeah, yeah, not yeah. if Nike brought these shoes back and did it in an interesting way and made an event rather than. Hey guys, here's some twos, and limited them, because I think the year of the twos could have worked if they would have just done collaboration, three collaborations, and the, the, the is it the Chicago, the white and red? Yeah. If they would have off white, AMM Union, and then the Chicago's, just those four for the year. You successfully made twos somewhat cool. Nike never like Nike. Nike moves like Adidas because oh. we talk about like I remember having a problem for Adidas making a whole, a whole bunch of a cool model ugly with a whole bunch of different pairs, and I feel like that's what they keep fucking doing because it's like my nigga, you 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 gotta stop, you gotta stop. There's no reason that we're getting this many twos and their GRs, just like they're doing with the airships. They should have stopped at maybe five airships. Yeah. Four for a year. Because even the collaborations is corny. Yeah. Like the AM1, like they should be cool, but I'm not paying a premium price in the middle of a month where there's a whole bunch of other better shit coming out for an 80s ass shoe that's just two colors. All right. Well, let, before we get too off topic, I got a question for you and I got a question for all the listeners. Please, please, please tweet us. Your answer. The 17s originally came in a suitcase with a CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 17 pluses came with the dust bag. God damn, nigga. Bless you. Dog, I just blew my ears off. Anyways, this is how you know it's allergies and sinus infection. What should come in that suitcase now? Come. Alright, <laughs> so people who listen, please tweet us. What should come in the suitcase if 
This shoe is going to be priced at three hundred fucking dollars. Okay, real answer. Cause a CD clear. I mean, like I got. I don't I got, got a CD player. No, you know what I would like to see a photo book. I think what Nike could do, or any brand could do, instead of a retro card, give us a nice little softback or maybe even a hardbound cheapy book, and it breaks down the history of the shoe. Imagine you open that 17s pack, and it's a little book, and it breaks down the design, the history, and some really nice pictures that they took of the 17s. That would feel like a premium product to me, because physical media is dying, and I don't want a bunch of knickknacks in my house, but to have a really tastefully done book explaining the history of the shoe, it's kind of like, and I'm coming at this from a sunglasses kind of look mm-hmm. because like with the Bugattis I'm wearing it came in a presentation case with like two hard cases cleaning cloth but they had a little book explaining like the lenses and it also explained like the like the platinum finish and how the glasses should be worn along with the other products they made it brings you into the world so I feel like I want to be sold a lifestyle show me why the 17 is 300 dollars I would, huh? Well, for one, if it was I, the booklet, is actually a pretty good idea. Definitely would be a QR code to have a digital download of the original Beat CD. Because as well as that shit would be hard, just for nostalgic purposes. And also, I do think that they should tackle that story. I think because it was a story of Michael Jordan trying to come back in the league. For ownership purposes. Mm-hmm. Like he was working with the Wizards. And that's why he did that. His first. I want to say his. The money that he got. It wasn't even to pay him. He donated it to like 9-11. Like he was pretty much playing for free at that point. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And so that's a lot of stuff that kind of goes unsaid. Um, and y'all, y'all could definitely correct me if I'm wrong. Right? But just. That was his that was his farewell tour. Like he had a two year farewell tour, just like Kobe had his. You know what I mean? Like that what what was the seventeen significance in the greatest player ever saying goodbye to the game one last time? That actually like you talking about that makes me want that book even more. You know what I mean? Like that would be a dope story. Just 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 like how they did the last dance. Shit, they should do a, just a little booklet on that and just the pictures in certain iconic moments. The shot, you know, in the All-Star game over Sean Marion. And fuck it, at that point, you might as well just bring back the 18. I mean, you could. You, should, you, should, you, you could make a legacy 18. collection. You could do ultra premium joints with like a story. I feel like you're, the sneaker fan base has matured, not to say it wasn't adults in there. But the kids are now the adults. Give me something that I can hold on to like this. This is my history, son. So I think that I, th- I think we collaborated. Nike, just fucking hire us at this point. Yeah, we're going to put this shit on Patreon. You're going to have to pay us one way or another. Fuck yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's finish this up and get to these listener questions. All right. I just want to jerk Adidas off for a second because they deserve, they deserve some price. Yeah. They deserve a little palm action. This consortium pack is one of the best things they've done since the consortium pack of 05. 
I love when Adidas lets a store go crazy on a shoe. The superstars were fucking, whoo, that pack was crazy. $1,000 superstars with just Adidas low on the side, nuts. But what they've been doing, like the stinker politics pair, whoo, but the end pair, are you looking them up now? Well, I ain't pulled up Packer. Okay. But ends pair actually might get me to put on a pair of Sambas. Damn. Excuse me. I love what they're doing. I feel like it's an adult shoe. I don't think it's coming out at the right time. I feel like this is a spring-summer shoe. I don't want to shoe this pretty in the fall. But that nappy suede, like more brands need to adapt nappy suede. It's nappy suede, it's canvas, and whatever this print on there is. It's like digi tribal print. It's, I mean, not tribal. Um, it's like floral. Nah, it's not floral. It's almost, it's uh, like. No, it looks like a rug. Yeah. Or Native American, like a beaded Native American rug. Yeah, it's tapestry. So Thank you. I love these. And if Adidas can continue to make shit like this, like I'm glad it's not hyped. I'm glad that people are just appreciating the shoe. Like I, I'm excited to see what they did. And the unheard ofs. I think though, I mean the unheard of grandma couches forms. Another amazing shoe. The shake joints, those are cool, but I gotta take issue of shake. That drop was terrible. Oh, shit. No, his site sucks. Okay. And for whatever reason, like, I'm trying to go directly off his page. He does not have a link directly to his website. And them niggas was charging $20 in shipping. And I'm just like, I can't fade that. I wanted the cop support, but I'm like, you're not even pushing it. Like, Nate Frost was pushing them shits harder than everybody else. Like, he was the one who got me sold on it. He almost got me to buy them. But I'm like, $20 shipping is crazy. And you didn't even put all these beautiful shots you got in the shoe on this page. You're not selling me. So you're not getting my money. But I'm glad to see that the shoe sold out. Right. And for the most part, everybody seems to be happy with it. So I'm happy to see Adidas giving people smaller creators a chance. I'm glad to see the community surrounding them. I just put the onus on the, like, the people who do it. You got to present it the best way possible. Money is tight. Make me feel like there's a reason to spend this money. And one more thing. Whoever is directing, whoever has the direction on Anthony Edwards commercials right now, the nigga's two for two. Two for two, dog. Yeah, flipping the Jordan commercial with like, this AKA. Nigga. <laughs> like, about to, your favorite Hooper shoe is about to drop. No, or your favorite no. Hooper is about to drop your favorite shoe. Like, just, yo, it's the perfect dude for it, man. The perfect he, dude for it. He has the personality, and he's cutting fucking promos like crazy. I am glad to see this. I have no interest in this shoe, but I love the reaction to it. Fuck it. It's my career. I can do that. I don't care. Nigga, do you. All right. Let's bang out these listener questions. First, from my man, 7305. What are your thoughts on the CPFM denim t- like? Uh, yeah, CPFM Levi's and well, it's not just CPFM. People keep forgetting that it's denim tears too. Oh, so it's a double collab, triple. CPFM Levi's and, and denim tears. Okay, 
Um, and the little Yachty Air Force Ones. That big ass, that big ass Levi's logo is hilarious. I ain't gonna hold you. That shit is hilariously funny, and I actually do rock with the collab. I don't think I would buy it, but I wouldn't hate on if I saw somebody rocking it in a while. I am so fucking upset. This was a Davon get beat up by your wife type of drop. It's a complex con exclusive. I would have asked him, uh, like, please, please give me a fat nigga size. But my hatred of Tremaine and that nasty ass 90s wash, and it's the big ass Levi's. I'm not dressing like it's 2004 anymore. I can't fucking believe that they've ruined what should be great. But at the same time, big jeans are in in fashion. If they had a better wash, I still would have bought them and I'd have sent them to my tailor. Because that tag being as big as it is, is the funniest fucking thing in the world. Dog, that shit is hilarious. And then I was talking about, does Levi's make stacked denim? Because I had a, I had an argument. It was, it was a playful argument. I was like, yo, nigga, are you wearing bell bottoms? I was like, yo, it's stacked. No, nigga, these are bell bottoms. Nah, they, them shit's bell bottoms. And as far as the low Yachty Air Force Ones, they cool. <sighs> They rem- you know what they remind me of? Like the old LeBron joints, the chessmen. I know what you're talking about, but those at least had like a cool swoosh. And then it was Coach Leather. I didn't know that. Yeah, like a lot of LeBron Air Force Ones from back then, they switched the leather out. I did not know that. Shit was extra premium. Okay, so as far as these little Yachty joints, I'm going to state my bias. Not only does Yachty's music suck, he sucks. <sighs> His style sucks, and I don't understand what's happening where everybody's dick riding him and trying to push him because he did like his attempted rock music. Well, it's because he's rocking with Drake. That's more than anything. Okay, he needs to get no. He got something over these niggas. Lil Yachty is the like our age's soldier. I mean, this age's soldier boy. He should no. not, hit me out. Not in effect of talent or being a first. He should not still be around, but he is. He keeps disappearing and reappearing. Because of so for whatever reason, niggas fuck with him. He represents a generation of music, right? And it's not to say that it's bad music or anything like that. No, his music is bad. No, because I do... What the fuck? Niggas running. I don't think he makes bad music. I think he has a certain ear for it that makes it like attractive to the generation that we are no longer. Like we're not the, the youngins no more. No, I get that. I get that. So with that being said, I do think that he does have a certain talent. I'm not gonna just shit on his talent. But them forces suck. He sucks. I think if it wasn't for Drake he wouldn't have got this collab. More than likely. I I, I don't I just I like the colors, the white and navy blue. I'm always going to be partial to navy blue. But he just took the stick figures, the fighting stick figures from fucking uh, Newgrounds, gave it a sledgehammer or a shovel or whatever the fuck, and stitched it on the back. I don't want any more collabs like that. Like, I get what he's going for. Like, I'm going to do like the Rockefeller Air Forces with my logos on the, the back. Keep that shit. That will never be recreated ever again. Yeah, because that was. That at that time, simplicity was key. At this time, you can still do simplicity, but for what's probably gonna be like one sixty, 
you can do better. Yeah. You can do better. But it, it's him. He cannot do better because he has no talent in my eyes. And I'm not even one of them hating niggas. I genuinely tried to listen to his rock album. And I'm just like, this This is what I feel of. Like, this is how I felt when, like, I was in high school. And niggas were like, oh, I listen to white boy music. And then he like, oh, no, nigga, shut up. Shut up. This is this is reverse racism. Reverse racism exists and it's his album. Dude. Oh, all right. This nigga. I hate that nigga. Alright. Alright. Uh from A Polaroid. What new balance model would you pick for a Black History Month celebration type collab? I want you to know you're racist for that question. 992s, <laughs> man. 992s are I think that's just the quintessential New Balance shoot because for what it represents for us, like you don't even have to do Black History Month. Just no, I get what he's saying because I mean we always making jokes about Black History Month. I I don't like most New Balance models, but if I had to pick one, I had to make sure it's the right one. If I had to pick one, if not one of the DC Baltimore joints that I never got into, I would pick a 580. I feel like the 580 has been collabed to death, but nobody's ever really gone deep into it. Like, switching up the materials, fucking with the the uh, the design. I feel like if New Balance lets you go crazy, like how they did with the... Uh, Team 33 pack. Was it Team 33? I forgot, but they... When they did all those weird fish... Uh, God damn it. Super Team 33. I was right. If they let you go crazy like they did with the Super Team 33 and really build a concept around it, uh, I feel like you could go crazy with, with the 580 or the 997. You can do a lot of stuff. Okay. It just depends. Really, just in the 990 family, I think you would be okay. Yeah, I feel like you could do a lot with that. Because I I pull a Tremaine and I make a black flag, nine, like New Balance. I'm pretty sure they would beat the shit out of me in the Boston uh, facilities. Mark Wahlberg himself would show up. I'm like, let me show you what the 80s was like. No, all right, relax. What do you mean? Love to take shit too far. This nigga be right. No, I enjoyed the jump. Now shout out to my nigga Tux. We always make fun of him from being from Boston. All right, and the last listener question: uh, Need a size thirteen take? You let you skipped over it. It's for my nigga Big Lex. My bad. Yeah, sorry, Big Lex. Yo, what's up, man? Uh, Need a size thirteen take? A Davon segment on the Jordan Elevens, which we already covered, and the obligatory fuck them shoes. Oh, and your thoughts on Marcus Jordan? Bang. My size 13 take is that the Gratitude 11s actually are fire after being persuaded that 11s were not fire because of your ass saying that they look like an underdeveloped shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Got rid of all my 11s with the exception of the uh, 11 lows with the elephant print on them. Nigga, them 11 lows. The cement joints. And then... Uh, the snake skins. And then what you call it? Well, I ain't get snakes. No, I'm, I'm saying that's the only one. Oh, I like. yeah, I got the IEs. The IEs of the 11, uh, uh, elephant print. Uh, and thoughts on Marcus Jordan. Uh, Marcus Jordan, 
he corny, dog. I and and, and I don't want this to have bad timing because I know he just lost his dog. He like his dog had just passed away. He just shared a post about it. Uh, huh. So I do think it's kind of unfortunate that we know Marcus Jordan more so for underachieving. Nah, we gotta keep. Oh it shit, we do. No. We do. Like he's 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 the heir of arguably the greatest player that ever played. Um, his sneaker store trophy room has been extremely underwhelming as far as just everything put out. Has it not? Like nobody nobody gives a shit about the seventeen. Uh, no, the sixteens, the blue seventeens that came. Uh, the blue sixteens that came out, which I actually do fuck with. No, they are. I fuck with those. I got a pair of the 17s. Uh, the fives. The, the, yeah, the fives. Like, the stuff is highly revered, but he puts out shit, like, really every once in a blue moon. And I feel like it's it's just forgotten, like, in the, in the large storyline of shoes, the only one that really matters is the one. And that's because he backdoored them shits. Yeah. That's I mean, the only thing we care about. His releases are already bad. Nobody gives a shit about the, the sevens. Like... Like dog, nobody cares, and it's it's underwhelming. People know you more for dating Larsa Pippen. Like you trying to be a celebrity now, son. Marcus Jordan. He honestly, if he if he never if Trophy Room closed today, we would not give a shit. No, well, I don't care about his dog, and I don't care about his feelings. That nigga's a clown. Not even because of what he did is how he moves. You know who your father is, and you know how you're going to be perceived. So you already have a reputation that protects you. You already have a shroud of protection, and you don't utilize it in a good way. You have all the capabilities to be one of the greatest sneaker stores, storytellers, whatever you want to be, and you don't utilize it. No, you have access to you. Yeah, you have access to stories. That no one ever will ever say or know. And I just sit here and think to myself, if my dad wasn't a fucking bum and was a celebrity, like let's say my dad was a boxer, and I like I'm young Davon, yada yada yeah, I get a store, I would have collaboration centered around my childhood. This was my first Jordan. Or my first whatever when I was here with a baby picture, just talking about it, interviewing my dad, talking about what this shoe meant to me through my eyes from seeing him in them. You can do all this if he has wasted his privilege, not backdooring, but just being corny. This whole everything is corny, but that's another nigga who uses outrage marketing because people are sitting up here like, y'all still mad at Marcus? Y'all need to stop tweeting him. You're not even seeing that he incites this to build hype. He says something. He knows people are going to be upset. They can't do anything to him. Engagement, 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 engagement. And then the pictures of shoe drop. They might be good. They might be bad. But regardless, he knows they're going to sell out on his bullshit site because he doesn't try. He's not going to use EQL. He's probably going to do another email raffle. Maybe five people will hit so no one can say no one hit. And that will be the end of it. So I think that he is the biggest waste of potential to ever exist in sneakers. Fuck Marcus Jordan. 
Well, all right. So, uh, closing thoughts. We have a big announcement coming up. <laughs> our first actual interview, because technically John was. What? Yeah. Our first actual interview will be with EQL. God damn it. So, I've reached out. I've been speaking with Mitch from... Well, they reached out to me because I did some shit I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> but I, I've been speaking with EQL. And Mitchell has graciously agreed to come on the show next week so we can discuss EQL, what their goal is, why you don't hit, and what can be done in the future to make it a better experience for everybody. And just to get a full introduction to them because we just read shit on the website. It'll be different to hear it from the horse's mouth. And if you follow the tweets, that's why I was saying I need you to put your thinking caps on. I want to see questions we're going to curate them we can't go full-on crazy but we are going to curate the questions for this i mean for next week he's agreed to answer questions within his capabilities so if there's something you want to know about eql write us i'm going to put something up after this episode goes off but we want to hear from y'all because i don't understand eql as well as i can so we're going to try to be as informative as we can on next week's very special episode. Yes, yes, yes. Episode 70, 69. We didn't drop the sex tape. There was too much going on. We got the sex tape for 169. All right, nigga. Anything else you want to add? Nothing. I'm about to jam some tissue up my nose. Matter of fact, I'm about to cut a tampon right now. All right. Good night. Let's-